Hello and welcome to the Don't Lose Your Head podcast, a horse heresy podcast, uh, among other things. <laughs> I am Niklas and I am always, as always, joined by my lovely co-host Morten. Always, as Alan Rickman would say himself. Always. Uh, <laughs> and uh, today we have a special episode planned for you because both me and Niklas are interested in getting into some militia armies. Uh, although in different ways, <laughs> one Russian, yeah. one one German, uh, <laughs> but uh, because of that, we thought, oh, it might be kind of fun to go through the militia list. And uh, as a fucking early Santa's present or something, maybe uh, the Mournival events presented their um, uh, well, yeah, like a fan-made list for extra vehicles and stuff. Yeah, and uh, for a different list as well. Like they, it's an imperial army list. So ah yes, the militia is supposed to represent like uh, indigenous armies, I guess, like on planets. Yeah. Uh, but like the main fighting force in the galaxy is the imperial army, uh, or they would like <clears throat> they would always be support troops for the the legions. Yeah. So legions are like the main badasses, but then there will always be the imperial army. But they haven't made like an imperial army list. They just released the militia, and it's just lacking some of the stuff that people would see, would like to see in like a morals army. Yeah. Uh, Why do you think that is? Do you think is that something they're waiting on? Would would that be released with like uh, the siege of terror or something, or or are they more like ah? Well, the militia list can basically be used as the imperial army, so let's just keep. I don't know to... really, because. Uh, I don't know, like, what the reason is that they wouldn't like to release stuff that would lean too heavily on like the games workshop plastic kits because they're Forge World, or mm-hmm. if it was planned, but maybe uh, like Alan Bly had plans for it but mm-hmm. didn't do it. And mm-hmm. I don't know, really. Uh, but it is like something that people kind of miss like especially old imperial guard players yeah so they would be i mean if we think about solar auxilia which are the the elite non-astartes basically fighting and they're more void warfare i guess yeah. and then you have the the militia who are more planetary defense forces so the imperial army would be somewhere in between in terms of maybe yeah well exactly. i guess militia can vary a lot but i mean <laughs> They were, okay, but that, oh, that's nice. Also, the Mournable events, uh, they made this list themselves instead. Yeah, oh, so nice. it's uh, more in line with uh, the old Imperial Guard. Um, yeah. So now in 40k you have the detachment, so it doesn't really work the same way anymore. But the way Imperial Guard used to work is that you have like uh, platoons. So mm-hmm. you would have several units that would make up one platoon. That would make up like one troop choice. Uh, so I remember when I was playing in Pro Guard, you had like uh, one troop choice with one platoon, and that was a minimum choice of like one platoon command squad and two infantry squads, oh, and that yeah. was your one troop choice. Yeah. And then you could fill up to up to six infantry squads and heavy weapon squads and stuff like that. That is true, and mm, I guess. So Roxilia has something different, uh, something similar, right? That you can take Tertios of yes. less. Rifles and the militia. I'm not sure. I don't. They can take like platoon command squads, but I don't think they have this. Like you need one of these to have, and then two of those. 
think it's more sandbox. Yeah, it's uh, you can have your command squad as an HQ choice, but then all the 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 unit choices just take up one troop choice, like the Infinity Squad, Grenadier Squad, and Recon Squad. Yeah. All just take up one slot each. So that's like that you cap out very fast with militia, mm. like the the amount of units you can take. Yeah, that's true. Well, instead of me guessing, I guess after after the musical break, we'll come back to this and go through it. Um, but uh, I mean, in short, I I, I thought like um, the militia list is very nice because it's so sandbox and uh, you can do all kinds of stuff. And then I, I you sent me this Mournable list, which is even more sandbox. It was so sandbox that I got a bit like, oh God, yeah. I don't know if I have the brain power to go through this and just like, how would I even make a list from this? It's too much to choose yeah, from. Yeah, it's very um, overwhelming. Yeah, but uh, hopefully we can uh, we can sort it out uh, later in the episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, but before that, let's talk a bit about what we've been up to. Yes, um, we. I was trying to look for any new stuff, but of course, uh, not much happening at the moment. At least not in Heresy. But uh, there's a new 40k planned. Yeah, a new edition coming this autumn or. Yeah, I think so. Uh, um, never really know anymore. <laughs> I just saw the crazy video with like Primaris Marines and Necrons and they're fighting and cool shit. <laughs> yeah. But I, honestly, I'm not, I'm not that invested in 40k, so I'm more like, okay, they, yeah, yeah, do whatever you want. But then I think I heard some things about the rules that I thought sounded good. So I, it would still be interesting to see where the rules go. Um, yeah, uh, I, I did look into 40k mm -hmm. uh, a while back, a couple of months ago, mm -hmm. just to see, like, what is this game mm -hmm. nowadays? Because uh, it was so long that I even looked at it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, the big difference, uh, like, we know the new rules, the way it works, like, uh, tanks have wounds, and uh, uh, you have, you don't have ballistic skill anymore, you have, like, hit on 3+, plus or hit on 4+, plus or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, you get minus modifiers to your saves and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and then, but the main thing with 40k is like you build your army totally different. So you have detachments, and these detachments would give you command points, like the more detachments you have in 40k. Yeah. Yeah. So the big thing with the new edition is that it works kind of the other way around. So you start with X amount of command points, and then it costs you command points. To take more detachments. Ah, and then so okay. So if you and if you then take fewer, you can save command points and use them for other things. Or yeah, so you, it, use like the, a, you use command points in game to activate abilities and to get rerolls. So another t type of balancing, I guess. If some yeah. like this, com this detachment is super powerful, but it costs you a lot, so your opponent yeah. will get some sort of benefit. Okay. Sounds like it makes more sense as well because the way it worked before is like you take, uh, like in, in 30k terms, that you would take like five allied attachments, and not only would you use like be able to take a bunch more units, uh, but you would also get benefits from it. Yeah, so true. it was like a, a bonus to already having a bonus, but now like it's you have to stick with one thing more to be able to to get command points. Mm -hmm. so that sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw also like the turn the turn turn order they had before the movement phase now some sort of like command or order phase. 
which I guess yeah. is where you play these stratagems. So, I mean, that is something very new to me, like using these uh, stratagems and stuff. But uh, who knows? Might be fun. Um, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> tried them out a bit in Apocalypse, and yeah. they were pretty chill. But yeah. like, they're they're a fun thing. They're like the the cards that everyone uses for thirty k events. So that is true. I mean, baked into the event, and instead of use like, oh, I got dealt this card that is like d uh, six strength ten AP one blast. <laughs> uh, you actually have to pay for it. So it's yeah, that's good. Try if to be balanced. Then. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Um, yeah, well, will be very interesting to see. I mean, because uh, I hope that something. I think someone said that tanks now work as they shoot again, or something. I guess that maybe you have to actually see what you're shooting at, or I don't know. No, no, it's, it's uh, they're changing that uh, tanks can still shoot if they're locked in combat. Oh well, that's nice. That yeah. makes sense. But otherwise, it's the same. So, yeah, oh, they don't have to look. Like line of line of sight is not a thing anymore. Or... Oh, they yeah. It's just that they don't have like fire arcs for guns. You can just shoot like any gun from any point of your tank. Okay. Uh, and they still have wounds and stuff like that. They don't have arcs. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, that to represent them like well, they're constantly driving around, so they get their shots in while they're turning and stuff. They're just spinning on the spot like a disco ball, like. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's like a, the, the exact position on the tabletop is not the exact position they might be because they're constantly moving or whatever. But it's just like simplifying vehicle rules since fucking dawn of 40k. Like in the beginning, you had like these uh, pivot tokens that you had to like lay down and then, oh, it costs this much movement to uh do a 90 degree forward turn or whatever. Oh, well, and then, like wheeling and stuff in fantasy or yeah but for vehicles yeah. okay and then i think in, <laughs> i didn't know in third edition they just like simplified it by saying okay if you do like a 90 degree turn on the spot that takes quarter of your movement so they mm-hmm. got rid of the tokens but you still have to pay to to move your tank okay. and then they were like okay now we're just gonna ignore that you can just i think that was in fifth edition that uh they changed that so you can just move and pivot as pivot. much as you want yeah and then I remember, like, you people will start uh, crabbing tanks. Have you heard of crabbing? No. So, like we're moving sideways. Is that so what yeah, you, you, de- you deploy uh, sideways mm-hmm. along the, the center line, mm-hmm. and then you pivot on the spot forward, and mm-hmm. th- that gains you like half an inch, and then you move forward. So you'd actually ah. be a bit further ahead. I I guess you expose your side armor, which is a bit of a risk. But yeah, I know. It's like one of those like rules that uh, people who think that they're like gaming the game, that think they're super clever, would use this. Like, oh, I gained half an inch. But yeah, you you died before you did I remember a guy did that to me in a 4K tournament. And he tried to do that with a Vindicator, oh. and so, oh, so he would get into twenty-four inches the first turn. Yeah, but like he exposed the side to me, and his side is armor eleven instead of thirteen, yeah. so he's killing first turn. <laughs> like, congrats! Well, yeah. good job, <laughs> tactical genius. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, in that case, maybe maybe around seventh edition was like uh, advanced 
rules enough, like or simplified rules for vehicles enough for me to understand. And now I feel like they're oversimplified it a bit. Uh, that it's not really, it's taking some of the joy for me of like, yeah, the, the immersion of how the vehicle is placed and stuff. Yeah, you don't uh, get but the joy I, of looking down the barrel. Exactly. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, also like uh, continue the campaign of uh, vote Nicholas for uh, uh, tank rules because you you've convinced me more and more to the like yeah, the thing you said about well why can't every every weapon on the tank shoot individually? That's something I th- I think we should push for. I I really like that that idea now yeah. <clears throat> since I'm starting a tank army also. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no, but it just makes sense. God damn it. Yeah. Even if it's like uh, minus one ballistic skill to shoot at that target, that would be. Oh, that you nominate like a main target, and yeah. you, so it's sort of sort of like power of the machine spirit in a way. But machine spirit would still be effective because you don't have the minus to ballistic skill firing at other things. Then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, I, I like it. I like it. Uh, but some of the well, regard, yeah, new version forty k. I don't know. Some of the new Necrons. Uh, I thought I thought some of them looked pretty cool. Some look very very strange also, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, out. they look uh, they look more alien. I'd say yeah. they look like kind of that that big tripod thing reminds me of like War of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I, I kind of like that. Um, although, and, and, and it also seems that they are getting big on this like diorama sort of basis. I think they, yeah. they had a new lord also that sort of you know, yeah, his base is huge. Yeah, um, yeah, they cool really for like pain- those cool. big models now. I mean, it's cool for painting, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not mad at it. I mean, seeing Necrons evolve yeah. through the the ages. I mean, first they had like two models, and then when I started playing, they basically had warriors, uh, those hover guys, yeah. flayed ones, and the monolith, and that was like the entire army list forever. <laughs> and then in fifth edition, they brought out like the whole new wave of Egyptian themed yeah. cat- catamaran flyers, or <laughs> and the croissants and shit like that, and like. Oh, oh yeah. a bunch of new stuff. So, I mean, new stuff on top of that doesn't, doesn't matter anymore. I think they're both pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, it's, the monolith is still the old one, right? I feel like it could use with a new monolith kit. I don't know. If I don't know. I, isn't there like a bigger one as well? Yeah, there is. But I think that one was more for Apocalypse and stuff. The one that could open up and have like a katan in it. Yeah. I think it was called like an obelisk inside it. No, the, obelisk, the Easter, obelisk. Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> kind, kinder egg. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it's nice for them. Uh, um, although I think also that Games Workshop, like the, the online shops have opened again. Yeah. Uh, and I have already placed an order. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. What uh, did you order? I ordered some flagellants, uh, mm. mainly because I, I like. A lot of people have that kit, and it seems to be full of fun bits that you can build characters and stuff from. Uh, so that's part of it. And I, I just, uh, I, I've been loving making um, uh, wizards for my army. Uh, so I, uh, I yeah, I've, some good wizard bits in there. Yeah, I mean, really, right? Uh, I mean, I bought the I bought the wizard kit, which contained four wizards. So I already made one, like uh, let's see, one Lord of Shadow, one Lord of Heavens. Uh, one lore of uh, what's the last one I haven't tried yet? Uh, metal, yeah, of course, metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I made an assassin who also looks sort of like a like a lore of death wizard, so he can mm-hmm. he can be that as well. Uh, but I thought I would make uh, a lore of fire and yes. lore and of light also, yeah, like a bright bright wizard. And... Lore of beast could uh, you could probably find some good bits in there as well. From yeah, the, the flagellants. 
Yeah, like it's beasts. Like a <laughs> crazy, crazy forest man. Yeah, it's uh, like eating mushrooms. <laughs> I mean, beasts and life. I've been least hyped on, so I, I'm, I'm waiting on those. But I, I, I mean, I would probably make them because it would be cool to have one of of the eight, like one of from each lore. I also got uh, my hands off um, on some um, uh, some cards, like the magic cards from Eighth uh, Edition. Oh, nice. uh, they're really, yeah, I love the details on them. Uh, but I, I had an idea. I I haven't gotten it yet. But um, so I thought, you know, in the Flagellant kits, there is this guy who is like uh, bound to the stockades, basically, right? Who's yeah. got his chain? So I thought I would make maybe two models for my Bright Wizard. One where he's like he's contained in this yeah, wooden construction which is very safe for a fire wizard and then you they unleash him so i have, like make a separate model where he is you know like flaming sword or, or whatever just running <laughs> i thought that could be fun uh, so we'll see and the light one uh, i thought also he would be sort of like a you know um, like a dirty missionary type of guy who's going around like uh, rep- repent and uh, you know uh, uh, killing uh, like like an exorcist going around like killing you know demons and uh, skeletons and stuff i guess i guess what that that's what uh, light is all about uh, nice other than that i also bought two ogre man eaters so oh, i can nice. make a squad of six uh, man eaters who will be i mean oh, well, six ogres i will use them as standard ogres just mercenary mercenary ogres um even though i could take man eater mercenary ogres as well uh, but i'm gonna start with this that's the plan Awesome. And the the bearded lady is one of them. So yes, finally, <laughs> get awesome. my hands on that model. <laughs> yeah, like you've been talking about her for ages. Yes, for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, yeah, uh, would you like to go- talk about what you've been doing, uh, and I can come back to some more shenanigans I've been up to. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I ordered some stuff a while ago mm-hmm. from both russia and china oh yeah and they That's finally true. arrived because uh, they were like stuck in the, the post forever mm. uh, when the the first corona uh, craze happened mm. and uh, i got off work and then i thought that the package would like already be on the way to work uh, but it's like i got back to work after a month and a half and then it still took a couple of days for it to to arrive. Ah, oh. but I did receive my Vostorians finally. Yes, uh, and they and look really. You sent me some pictures. They look really cool. I mean, having them in uh, resin. Yeah, looks amazing. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Like the sculpts mm. are amazing. Yeah. Uh, so they're from a place called Black Black Market Miniatures, mm. uh, and they do tons of uh, like out of production stuff. And like you can say what you want uh, about recasters, uh, mm-hmm. but if you're doing out of production stuff, then and also in resin instead of metal, uh, it's mm-hmm. just the best. I love them. I'm up for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they used to have so many old Imperial Guard stuff that oh. they could barely even remember, like some old uh, Fortress tank commanders and oh. like the, the tank crew and like the really really old stormtroopers. Uh, and then, of course, like all the old Imperial Guard regiments, and including the the old Cadians uh, that had really cool models, like before they had got plastic models. Oh, okay, I, I don't even know how it looked like. I have to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
yeah, and like, like the fact that they're in resin is just awesome. Because I said it before, like I love metal models, but mm. for fantasy, because uh, you can easily just rank them up and use them on a movement tray, no problem. Mm. But like Imperial Guard is shuffling <laughs> guys around, just picking them up by the squad. No thanks. <laughs> You'll get strong fingers, but <laughs> I'll have to repaint them like after every game. Yeah, that sucks. Oh. Uh, yeah, and I also got some uh, Deathcore Death Riders that I'm gonna head swap to have Australian heads as well. Yes. Uh, so yeah, my first plan was a bit different. That I would have like Arco Flagellants and use as uh, the militia guy. What are they called? The like the conscript guys. Oh, yeah. The Levis. Levis. Yeah, but I went in a more Russian direction and got horses instead. Wait, uh, as, as, as Levis? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, instead no, of not. having Levis, like, I yeah. decided to get horses instead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's going to look cool. Are you going to have some tanks in the armor, or is it mostly infantry-based? Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to... Uh, Hand down my Malkadors from my Iron Hands to yes. my militia. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, and then, the, but the, the but will the emphasis be on a lot of infantry and, and yes. heavy yeah. weapon squad, uh, like heavy weapon teams and stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, or like, there's going to be a lot of horses as well. Yeah. In total, there's going to be twenty six horses. Nice, and uh, that's another thing that hasn't been added to either the militia list or the uh, auxiliary list, right? The, there are, are no rough riders. Yeah. So uh, uh, the mortal event guys has made rules for those as, as well, both yes. for militia and the imperial army. Mm. So I've I'm gonna set it up in a way that I can use them for both militia and the imperial army, so it'll be more like imperial guard. Yeah. And I might also try them in the new 40k nice i mean i would have no problem playing against i, I love rough riders uh, yeah they... <laughs> they're so cool <laughs> very nice have you tried are you gonna um, i mean are, are you converting some of the models now that you have them in resin i mean is it easier cutting things off and stuff or is there no need yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna head swap them with oh the, yeah that's the hands. Uh, but other than that i think i'm gonna uh, so i had like uh, a thought of uh, uh, so you can upgrade other squads with horses if you have a mounted squadron with these mortal rules. So first I was thinking of upgrading a Grenadier squad to have horses. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think I'm going to just make them in, all into lance-wheeling Rough Riders instead. It'll be easier to, to swap them around between yeah. different lists like that. Yeah. And it'll look cool but as well with lances. Yeah, definitely. Could you? But were you able to get some extra Vostroyan heads, or do you have to uh, sacrifice yes. a body? Are you were? Uh, no. So the, this uh, this Russian guy actually sells yeah. uh, loose Vostroyan heads as well. Oh, perfect. Nice. Yeah. Are you gonna model like green stuff, some extra furs and stuff on them to make them look extra Russian? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I'm gonna use uh, uh, some of those like a uh, winged uh, wing lancer banner back oh. banners. Uh, oh, on cool. the, the squad leaders, I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's going to be awesome. If I would have them on everyone, I think that would be a bit over the top. But just yeah, like the, the squad leaders <laughs> would look good, I think. And you sent me, a, you actually did a test run on the paint scheme, right? For yeah. one of the infantry models. Uh, in a, in a, like a Russian green. 
Is that the term? Yeah, Russian uniform by Valeo. But I'm actually considering uh, changing the green into a, a darker green, more mm -hmm. like a dark angel green color. Because mm -hmm. uh, I want to have them look more like the like the Russian Napoleonic era guys. Oh, okay. Instead of like Second World War yeah. guys. Yeah, make a test model for that as well and, and compare them. Uh, yeah, because I think it looks the general direction you're going is very nice. I think so. The, to have some sort of green, I think, will be cool. Yeah, the the, the models are so good by themselves. <laughs> like they, it's easy to to paint them, uh, and I'm pretty happy with the metal as well. Mm -hmm. Turned out fine. There's was a it, lot of metal in them. Yeah, I was gonna say like, are, are they so rich in details that it's gonna take forever to paint it, like a regiment of them, or probably? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm used to it. Though like. It, just endlessly painting guys yeah. is a bit daunting, but after painting two fantasy armies, it's just mm. they'll go by fast. Yeah, you just sit down and do it. Base yeah. coat, base coat, wash and highlight, and their next yeah. color. <laughs> Very nice. Um, uh, yeah, so that's uh, what I've got. Uh, Ordered and I will order some more Russian guys, uh, some Australians. Uh, mm -hmm. And then uh, yesterday was 6th of June, mm -hmm. uh, Sweden's National Day, and also D Day, mm -hmm. and also Brennan's birthday. Mm -hmm. uh, so we met out in the park, uh, which is like the only way you can gather uh, <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. And the weather was pretty shit. Like it was <laughs> rainy a bit and windy, but we still managed to set up uh, like a table. Uh, me, Brendan, Jason, and Johnny, uh, Sons of Heresy Boys. And uh, we play this uh, board game called Memoir 44, which is like a, a Second World War board game, uh, which is like a hex space uh, game where you set up uh, some, some tanks and some dudes, and then you move them around, around the hexes and roll some uh, custom game die. Uh, and trying to get like the right result to do damage to whatever you're trying to fight. Mm. Uh, it was a very simple game, like very easily explained and very fast to get going. Okay. Uh, but enough depth to to make it fun. So it was a lot of fun. What happened in your recreation of D-Day? I mean, which factions can you play as? Uh, so it's depending on the missions. Uh, so the first mission that uh, uh, Jason and Brendan played was uh, Pegasus Bridge. Mm -hmm. uh, so the the British airborne were trying to secure a bridge from the Germans uh, in the morning of D Day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, the Germans managed to hold on, hold on to the bridge actually, mm -hmm. uh, thanks to a well played card that allowed them to like strike before the British were just about to take the bridge. Mm -hmm. And then me and Johnny played. Uh, uh, one of the beach landings, uh, the Americans, Omaha Beach, mm -hmm. and I had to try and storm the beach, and I did not succeed in storming <laughs> the beach. <laughs> what a nice memory of the <laughs> alternate history. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun, and then uh, uh, Brendan actually gave us uh, some gifts on his birthday that he had what? gotten a while ago. Uh, so this company called Hair Salad has made... Uh, Saturnine Terminators. So he gave us all a five-man squad. Five men each? What? 
Yeah. What? It's like a, a full squad. So there's like a, oh. a four guys, or three three guys with uh, Power Fist and Storm Bolters, one with a Storm Bolter and Power Sword, and one with a Power Fist and a Plasma Weapon. It might be a Plasma Blaster, Plasma Cannon. Oh. Wow. So, so how, do they, how do they hold up? I mean, against other um, Terminators, do you think? In, in, in uh, size, size and like the models and the quality and stuff? Yeah, I think they they might be like a t- tiny bit uh, taller than other Terminator models, which is yeah. fine because they yeah. are bigger. Yeah. Uh, and the sculpts are amazing, like really well made. Oh. And I was really pr- impressed because they have like uh, the heads are a bit sunken in to the, the uh-huh. gorget or whatever. Yeah. And I I was really impressed that they managed to, I don't know if they're molded or 3D printed or whatever, mm-hmm. but they they look really good for being like one piece. So the 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 body, and the legs and upper body are all one part, and then the the two arms are separate. Okay, you have to send me some pictures, or maybe I can find it on Heresy Lab. Uh, uh, yeah, I can send you some pictures later as well. Yeah, are you going to paint them as uh, Iron Hands? Yes, oh. I think the the, the uh, Brendan wanted me to paint them as Sons of a Horse, but I think they will look sweeter in black. Oh yeah. Are, are there any? I mean, are there any rules for for how to distinguish this type of armor? So, well, Fortral has not made any rules, and mm-hmm. I saw like a, a debate on some page, where, like what the rules should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really sure what they could be. Uh, what is the fluff? That are they are they more heavily armored even than the Cataphracty Terminator? I. Or? I'm not sure, like if uh, they've been really touched upon, uh, or uh, I'm, I'm picking up my my visions of heresy book right yeah. now to see yeah. if there are any pictures of them, mm. because they are like the the original Terminator sculpts that came mm. in Rogue Trader, right? Yeah. Uh, but I'm not sure, like if they've given them like a proper explanation of what they actually are. I mean, to play it safe, you could. Use, I mean, I guess in the rules you have the other type of Terminator armor, right? Uh, that is not Tartarus or... Yeah, that is not tar- like, tar- Tartarus uh, or Cataphracty. It's the same as the, the Gorgons have them. And it's yeah. uh, or kind of the same, but it's just like worse in every way. Yes, yes it is. But uh, <laughs> I think uh, if I would just rock up to a random event with these guys uh, mm. where they would not have any custom rules for them, I would just use them as Cataphracty Eye. Yeah, I guess that makes more sense. That seems more fitting for how they how they look, actually. Yeah, because they're just heavily armored terminators. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be cool if they were even heavily, more heavily armored somehow. Maybe, I don't know if they would have a 3 plus invulnerable save or extra yeah, or wounds like, or something. Yeah, toughness 5, maybe. Oh, yeah, that would be a cool distinction. And then something like they could... You know, they're even slower or something also. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what, the Cataphracty kind of can't run? Yeah, and they can't Overwatch, or can they? Uh, no, I don't think so. And they can't sweep. Uh, yeah. So they would have movement. They could move five inches instead of six or <laughs> to make them even slower. I don't know. Uh, you could give them the, the old slow and purposeful rules where you have to roll two dice uh, and pick the highest to move. Yeah, something like that. Well, uh, could be cool. Yeah, but they're really cool. Looking forward mm. to, to painting those up. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be good. 
Come to I see. got stuck uh, looking <laughs> through the visions of Earth book, and now I can't stop. Well, as you're doing that, I can tell our listeners what I've been up to. Um, yes. um, I, well, we've been planning um, some more fantasy games. Uh, hopefully, well, I guess after we, we recorded this, uh, I will play a game. Um, or, well, it's next week, but whatever. Uh, but we've been um, meeting up and building some more terrain for our fantasy board. And yes. I've been building a watchtower. Uh, since in 8th edition, one of the six normal missions is like the Watchtower mission, where you place it in the middle and you basically, one of, one of the players occupy it, uh, and the other one has to try to take it, sort of. Um, and uh, I'm not sure, like the old plastic Watchtower from Games Workshop, I don't think it's in production anymore. Uh, might be able to find it on eBay or something, but I uh, thought it would be fun to try out to build it myself. Um, basically because... Um, uh, Danny, one one of the members who is painting uh, Dark Elves, he just took some clay and built this beautiful like little castle thing. Uh, and we were like, "What the fuck? How did you do this?" And he just, "Oh, it's, it's some you know toilet paper and some." Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so we were like, "Oh shit, we have to try also." Uh, so we got together and um, yeah, uh, I'm still. It's taking a lot more time than I thought. Uh, I made a base, which is basically. Um, it's like a you know like a milk carton, and then we had some uh, uh, clay uh, around it, which I have sculpted myself. I sat with this little sculpting tool to cut out like individual stones, which <laughs> took forever. Um, and then uh, on top the like the on top of this rock uh, for like yeah base, you have a, a wooden structure on top basically. Uh, that's like a like a box with uh, uh, with some tiles on it basically. Um, and that I'm making out of, uh, well, cardboard that I cut out some individual tiles for the rooftop, which is also <laughs> very time-consuming, um, but fun. Uh, and then uh, the, the sides, like the wood pattern is, is made of balsa wood, which was, uh, I, I haven't worked with that before, but it's so, so nice to just easily cut through it with a, with a hobby knife and, and just glue it, sit there with some, um, uh, some glue. And uh, yeah, I don't know, it's very, very, very easy and straightforward to do. But it takes yeah. a lot of time. It looks uh, really good. So, you, you sent me a picture yeah. earlier. I, yeah, I really like it. I'm quite happy. When I did the because at first I just did a base of you know car, cardboard and stuff, and it looked so fucking ugly. <laughs> it was just like cardboard and tape, and it was crooked. I mean, it's still pretty crooked, but I think that's part of the charm of fantasy. But uh, now that I'm just covering it with this uh, these materials, it's starting to look good. And then when I paint it and weather it and stuff, it's gonna look even better. So uh, I think I have like one more session of uh, putting on. Um, I basically ran out of balsa, balsa wood, so I have to buy some more uh, and then finish the, the top, and then I'm, I'll be able to paint it after that. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Uh, and at the same time, Manfred was working on it. He's going to build a fort. So he took some styrofoam and put clay on there and made the, like uh, these larger sort of uh, bricks. Um, and he's going to build, I think, four wall sections and four towers or something is the idea. And then build some ramparts on top that you can put archers on and stuff, and a gate. And I don't know, it looks really good. Uh, but it's also going to take some time, I think. But uh, um, the idea, I think, is to uh, we have some good base terrain, but we want to diversify so we could be like, oh, now we're playing on the, you know, on the small village table or something, or the fort table, or I don't know. Um, which also goes into us trying to make some sort of ter- uh, not, not terrain, some sort of campaign for our yeah. games. 
Uh, and I, yeah, you also saw the the picture that uh, or Manfred helped me make a map. So we're going to make like a little, it's a little map um, where you have some uh, places you can fight over. And I thought we could have our own little um, banners and you put them on the map where it's like, oh, now I control the farm and he controls the fort and who who has the watchtower and stuff. Um, but sort so, of yeah, like... It's, hmm. it's like a, a, a map and you saw like uh, your flags yeah. So where where you guys start, and then there are just like some locations mm-hmm. spread out across, mm-hmm. and it's like a, a freeform map. So there are, there are no like hexes or squares or anything. So yeah. so so sure. when you're fighting, would you just like say like, oh, let's fight over that place, and then you would kind of have matching terrain. Is that the, the idea yeah. of it? Or? Yeah, exactly. So that's why we would make the terrain, and then I think we were, we would try to make some sort of uh, like basic rules or small bonuses maybe but not, nothing over the top like if if someone contains uh controls the tavern for example maybe that person can get the benefit of uh some morale boost for having the beer but they, perhaps you also get intoxicated so you get the, the stupidity rule or something i mean that, that might be a lot but maybe the person could choose to like which squads should get this which squads should have the beer before the game or something i don't know some small fun things uh for uh, for variety's sake. Yeah, sounds good. Um, like stubborn and stupidity, maybe? Yeah, yeah, something like that. That would be really fun. Um, but maybe you could choose which squads to give it to or something. So it's not, I don't know, because it might be, <laughs> maybe stupidity would be too much of a problem. I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see um, how we do it. Uh, and it's not going to be, it's not like, oh, you have to go through this to reach this place. It's more like, well, we're going to fight over this terrain this time. Okay, let's do that. Or, you know, I'm controlling this, so you have to challenge me to try to take it from me or something. Uh, yeah. It's, it's more, I mean, we're still learning to play, so it's more like a, like every game actually counts as to something. It's more, not just like, well, well, this was just a random battle between two factions. It's more like, oh, well, we were actually fighting over blah, blah, blah. That, oh, yeah. that kind of yeah, makes... yeah, so always nice to just have some kind of context of the battle, even if... Uh... It doesn't give you any bonuses next turn. It's just nice to know where they are fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so as well. Uh, so it's going to be fun. But um, yeah, I don't think I will have the Watchtower ready for our next game, though. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, that's true. Also, we're try- we've been trying to get Leon on, on board for a long time, and he can't choose which army to play. But then he was like, oh, well, high elves would be cool, but how do I fit them into this scene or like the map we're fighting and stuff? Uh, and uh, on the terrain board, I'm not sure, but we have some extra, some spare tiles. Uh, I mean, we had six tiles built, and we had two extra. So now, last time it was like, oh shit, I, I will, I will just make a beachhead. And, oh, there could be like a big cliff here, and like uh, you know, this dark stone pebble beach, uh, sort of like an Irish beach, or I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking like the, I'm thinking the North Sea somehow. Um, and uh, he would maybe build some sort of elven fortress on top, which is like, oh, the elves have made a beachhead there, or maybe like an elven ruin that used to be an elven city before they were pushed away from the old world or something. Uh, and yeah. now they come back, and we could have some uh, ships on the beach and stuff. Uh, I don't know, it sounded really fun. So he got excited and started cutting, and like <laughs> he just bought brought like a, a saw and started sawing through this board and stuff. So he's like, yeah, you go, man. You go, you go crazy. Break it, you buy it. You're in yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I think I finished, I finished 20 more pikemen since last we talked also, uh, which is nice. Uh, nice to get some just more core infantry 
for the army. Uh, and I'm now working on Braganza's Besiegers, yeah. which I got hold of in metal models. Oh, yeah. So, wait, where did you get those from? Oh, yeah. The... They, they were actually from Russia, but I think they might be original. <laughs> I think it's actually... Either he's cast them again in metal or... I don't know. We'll see. They, were, well, they might be recasts, but then they're metal recasts. So. <laughs> they, they look great. Yeah, so for people who don't know, they're a regiment of renowned in fantasy. They're basically dogs of war that are like um, heavily armored crossbowmen uh, that have uh, pavis shields. Uh, So when you shoot at them, they get a three plus armor save, which is really high uh, in that in fantasy. Um, Yeah, so it's like a shield, but you get plus one armor against shooting. Yeah, I think even plus two. In, in this edition, but maybe it's been different. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they have a heavy armor and uh, something. Yeah. Uh, they're not that good at, at hitting because they're just humans. But I don't know. I, I like the idea. Of, I mean, they would be perfect for defending a, a watchtower or something, I guess. Just <laughs> yeah. sit in there and they come at me, bro. Uh, good cover save as well. Then they're going to be even harder, I guess. Too. Yeah, yeah, they're really cool. So there and and some lovely details on there, and it's fun because I think I got maybe like ten of them, and I wanted to make a squad of twelve. So I just took two Perry miniatures in plastic uh, with heavy armor and with crossbows, and I just you know uh, swapped out, out some shields or pavises, and uh, they. I, I mean, since the Perry brothers sculpted these original ones, they look really. I mean, they have the same armor. You could, it's really fun when you look at them because it's basically the same, same armor. So it's very easy to make them blend in together, uh, which is cool. So they're going to, yeah, the, the, the army is tied together well. Yes, yes, that's what I tried to say. Uh, well, I think that's all new stuff we have. Um, should we take a musical break and then come back and talk about militia and the Imperial Army? Yeah, let's do that. Play some, I don't know, army hype. Uh, <laughs>
welcome back. We are now going to attempt uh, semi-reviewing the various forms of playing mortals in the 30k universe. <laughs> yes, yes. But maybe not too much the uh, Imperial, uh, well, the Solar Auxilia, right? I guess they are. Well, we can mention them as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we will mention them from what we remember, uh, which is just slightly more uh, in-depth than what we're doing with these guys, I think. Uh, but yeah, so the main reason we're talking about this is because the Mortal Event guys, uh, which are like the, the most official, unofficial rules for 30k, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, they released the Imperial Army list. Uh, so yeah, Imperial Army is mentioned all throughout the Horus Heresy, and they are like the main fighting force of uh, basic humans. But they are not in the game. Instead, we have Militia and Solar Auxilia, which are the more basic version and the more elite version of humans. And now there is a uh, an Imperial Army list. Yeah, exactly. And um, I mean. Um... One way of thinking about it is that, I mean, there's, yeah, they are the main backbone of, like, of the <laughs> Imperium in a way, because, of, of course, a lot of focus is put, put on the, the Space Marines and the Mechanicum, but, I mean, in, in terms of body, body force, <laughs> what do you say, body, body counts, like, the Imperial Army is the biggest organization. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, in, in the Horus Heresy, of course, the different legions, they are very diverse with the rules and stuff. Even though you have, you know, you have the eighteen to choose from, and it's like, oh, but they have their, you know, they all feel unique. But and and then considering that they come from like eighteen planets, then and that's why they have some different culture and stuff. But then the Imperial Army is from all the other planets, yeah. Plus those eighteen planets that probably also have the Imperial Army. So it's like, it's so. I mean, it could be anything basically. Yeah. Uh, which I think they're trying to encompass in this in this army list. Which also makes it a bit scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to talk also because uh, we're we're both planning on ma- making like basic human armies, and I've noticed that just trying to come up with like the color scheme, it, like once you've even picked the models, and you're <laughs> trying to pick up the uh, pick a color scheme, and then trying to pick a background, it's <laughs> so daunting because like it's th- there's no limit to it. Like you could choose whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, and, and then as you said, that's when you've chosen a model. If you haven't chosen a model, it's like, hmm, might as well. I mean, you don't even have to be restricted to the forty k range. You can look at the fantasy range, or you know, you know, Age of Sigma or whatever. You like, oh, these, these, these guys, uh, these, uh, you know. Yeah, and also yeah. like third party stuff, like uh, Victoria Miniatures and Anvil Industries and stuff like that. They make great models as well. Mm. So it's just like there's it's mm. limitless. Yeah, um, uh, but when you pick like, a legion, then you use like you have your colors, and then you have some variety within those colors. Yeah, and then you have like a very set background that you can build upon, which is great, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot easier to to make an army of. I guess in in the case of the imperial army, you don't even have to be that uniform. It could be like, well. In this planet, each regiment, regiment, or you know, each each squad has their own sort of heraldry or something. If it's yeah. from, you know, you could make up, so you could have a lot of colors and stuff in the same 
worse as well. Even though it might, I mean, as long as it looks good, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like both you and me, or and and probably other people have felt like, okay, I have this idea for a imperial army list that I want to do, and maybe you used to play um, the imperial army in 40k or something, so you have like an idea of I want to do something similar to that, but in horse heresy. But then it's sort of hard because it doesn't really fit with either the solar auxilia army list or the militia army list. You try to sort of squeeze it in there, like, oh, well, I guess I'll take this tank then because I can. I mean, what's uh, the, the, the things that are allowed, you, you try to use that to get your vision through. But now it feels like neither of us really could that because, I mean, for example, you wanted to have rough riders and there are no rules for rough riders in Horus Heresy yet. Yeah. Um, basically, like, well, yeah, cavalry, uh, cavalry then. And uh, uh, I wanted to have some tanks from the Death Corps of Krieg range that are neither, they're not either, you know, represented in the rules. So um, then this new thing might uh, fit nicely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so the unique thing about this uh, list is that uh, it's very modular, like the, the unit choices are very modular in themselves, that uh, you have like an infantry squad that you can upgrade and you have tanks you can upgrade and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Whereas the militia and the solar auxilia have like uh, just the set models, the Lehman Russ and well, it's probably basically only the Lehman Russ. The the solar auxilia have the the transports as well. Yeah, the uh, and yeah. Uh, I guess the Carnodon tanks and the new small one. What's that called? Uh... Yeah. And the transport and like the the rhino, oh. not rhino, and predator, not predator. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but maybe first of all, we should just also mention where you can find this list because it is, of course, free for everyone. And I think you easy, most easily find it on Facebook, right? Uh, yeah, on Mornaval events, they have yeah. it uh, on Facebook. Yeah. So and uh, this is, of course, not a finished product yet I, i've seen it's like uh, there are some things in here that are not complete yet and i know that they want to have feedback from the community and the, i mean play testing and stuff and things might be updated in the future we should also say yep uh, uh all right so let, let's just uh go through what this list is about okay. <laughs> uh so as i said like it, it resembles the, the imperial guard of old and what was unique about the Imperial Guard uh, was that you built platoons in like each slot. So in your troop slot, you could have several troop units uh, built after the platoon structure. So you had a platoon commander with his command squad, and then you had uh, two to six uh, uh, infantry squads. And you could have up to three heavy support squads and three special support squads, I think. And then you could also have conscripts. So the main thing is that like you had like a smaller version of an HQ and two troops for each slot. So they tried to mimic this a bit in this, uh, but made it even grander because it is the horse heresy, and you'll probably play a lot bigger games. And humans are still dirt cheap even in thirty k. Yeah. Uh, so. They made it a bit like a, a pyramid structure that you have officers that are bossing over other uh, formations. 
so you started with um, the same kind of platoon things. You have like two infantry squads and an HQ for that, an officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can fill it out with uh, up to four more units, just like the Imperial Guard. Mm-hmm. So you have to have two of these, uh, two infantry squads and a, a, an officer for them. Mm-hmm. That's one troop choice. And then you have to have another one of these, of course, uh, two troops and an HQ. So that's like the two first blocks of the pyramid. And then these two formations have to have an officer leading them. So in total you have uh, like a company commander at the top and then two platoon commanders and they each control two infantry squads. Uh, so that kind of compacts the, the list of it when you're building an army that you can have several units in one slot which is like a very big problem for militia that they just cap out on slots. Like y- you very easily just run out of infantry slots because that's where you have to have your basic infantry squads, your special infantry, the grenadiers, mm-hmm. and also your heavy weapon squads. Yeah. Where, um, I mean, the solar auxilia list in this case is a bit... Um, more like the old Imperial Guard that you have these um, last rifle tertios or something or cohorts. Yeah, I think it's like you have one, one to three in one troops choice basically. Yes, uh, which yeah, for some reason they did that they didn't do with the with the militia list. Uh, yeah, might be strange where they should be a bit less elite even. So <laughs> yeah, it's weird they, why they didn't do it. I guess they. They released them both at the same time, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm going to say that the militia actually came a, a f- like one or two books later. Hmm. If I remember. Yeah. A bit strange. Uh, f- trivia as well. Tertio mm-hmm. comes from the Spanish way of organizing troops in like the 1500s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had like a big formation of guys where. One third had pikes, one third had sword and bucklers, and a third had uh, handguns. Ooh, nice. There you go. Cool. And you can probably take that unit in this army list as well. It's probably in there somewhere <laughs> in all this. Uh, I also feel like it's probably a benefit if you if you know like yeah, if you know some if you have an, like an army background and know how these ranks work. I I personally am not really good with like oh wait is it. Is a platoon above, like a company? Or where does the battalion fit in all this? <laughs> yeah. Alright, so going back to the structure of it, though, like the the thing is that you can you can build this pyramid into almost infinity. Uh, so you can have like these uh, two platoons that I just mentioned with their company commander, mm-hmm. and then you could have uh, another one of these companies. So you would have another formation of four infantry squads, two platoon commanders and a company commander uh, yeah. next to them. And these two formations would then have uh, a battalion commander. I see, okay. So, so yeah. They would have their own boss. And then you can make an even bigger formation out of these. So, um, so like from two, uh, if you keep it to a minimum even, then it would be like from two squads to four squads to eight squads to 16 squads, basically. I mean... Yes, yeah. So, 
the reason for, for doing this is to uh, fit more troops into your organization and also the officers uh the higher up they go the higher leadership they get i think and also uh they have in this list orders so orders was the thing that was introduced in fifth edition imperial guard that i played a lot uh mm. so you ordered your your units around uh a very famous order is first rank fire, second rank fire, which yeah. gave your guys extra last gun shots. Yeah. And then get down, get back in the fight, move, 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 stuff like that. Mm. So they introduced these kind of orders here. So you have bring it down, rapid fire, take aim, forward your dogs, frontal assault, and get back in the fight. Yeah, and it's cool that they have divided them between, like, if you give the order to infantry or, you know, bikes, cavalry, then it's it's one set of, uh, well, results. If you do it to vehicles, it's like another. It's the same name of the order, but you have different results, basically, because they work differently, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, that's... and the orders are also given after psychic phase, but before shooting phase, sort of like a little extra. Yeah. And uh, as I mentioned, you can order tanks. So there is a big focus on this list uh, to be able to make a tank army, which yes. is really cool, because that's also a thing that people have been asking for like it's it's a bit of a hassle to do it with uh, you, I think the, the closest thing you can do with with humans is uh, solar arcs mm-hmm. but then you still have to have inventory used to fill up the, the minimum yes. choices yeah there's no I mean they could have sold it by having some sort of right of war for uh, for the you know human armalists or something for the imperial for the crusade imperialist uh, armalist I guess uh, yeah they used to used to add the 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 armor list that they've had since like third edition forty k. Yeah, like there there is an armor list. They could just slot that in. Yeah. But anyway, you can do I mean, it here. A, a last mention on the orders. Also, I think it's nice uh, that they um, you can use the Titanicus style order dice uh, to yes. denote the effects of just taking those symbols. I guess, uh, which yep. is a very smart way of uh, doing it. Yeah. So you, you, you might already have. Dice. Just yeah. put them next to the ordered unit, and uh, yeah, it's a great way to market. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I think I, I guess the way they use they they work in forty k now, like you have to or- issue all the orders before you uh, you start carrying out orders. So it's a good idea, yeah. good idea to have some markers. Uh, but also, uh, in regards to the structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, a commander can order the units that are below him, and what I read here is that you can issue either one of these units or all of those units uh, if they are within range, I guess. So a platoon commander could order both of his squads, and a company commander could potentially order all four of those squads, and so forth and so forth. Yeah, and then maybe the range is extended by having like a, a a vox caster in there or something. Uh, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't. I know it used to be things like that. Yeah. Uh, I am not sure about specifics, uh, mm-hmm. but that sounds very reasonable. <laughs> um. All right. So that is the 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 way of the formations and the, the orders. So that's like the main thing of how you build this army and how it plays, and then. When you build this army, you also have to pick, uh, what is it? You have to pick Dogatrin, 
Organization. Yeah, yeah, organization. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This, so this is, is like small arms, tech arcana, and organization. Okay. So you have to pick three things to to flavor your force. Oh. So the organization bit is uh, the biggest thing, I would say. Mm. So you have a bunch of different uh, types of basic humans. Yeah. yeah. So you can have an infantry army. You get some uh, uh, some bonuses for each of these for free so an infantry like army yeah. for example if an infantry unit dies uh, on a roll of a six plus it comes back yeah i love that that's, that's so cool it's, it's just endless hordes of guys yeah uh and then you have mechanized it allows you to take uh, dedicated transports so that, that's really cool that you have to pick it to have a mechanized force you can't just have any kind of theme mixed all about uh, I remember that that used to be a thing in the old Imperial Guard in 4th edition as well. That if you wanted to have Chimeras, you had to have that Doctrine, and then you had to sacrifice something else. Oh, so you can't have just all of the good shit. Yeah. Uh, and then you can have Motorized, so you have some lighter transports, so you get some bonuses while being extra transports. Grenadier, you can take uh, Void Hardened Armored and Carapace Armor. Uh, Subterranean, you can take those siege drills and uh, what are they called? The the termites. Yeah, uh, and then the huge. I don't know what is that called? The mole. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a siege theme: airborne, abhuman, veteran, recon, light vehicle, mounted, and light infantry as well. Yeah, I think it continues on the next one as well: astrotelepathica, penal, garrison. Uh, Forgeborn, Geno troops, shock troops, uh, Imperial cult. Uh, there's so many cool things here. I know. I mean, for Legion example, yeah. as well. Oh yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, I want to be. I want to make like a an entire Ogrin army. You could do that with the Ab Human rule, or you could make an entirely mounted, you know, Rough Rider army, just like a <laughs> I don't know Attila the Hun or you know, Genghis Khan sort of <laughs> yeah. Mongol craziness. You know, one is also a cool theme. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. You can make, uh, and the, one of the leaders could be uh, Nicolas Cage from uh, what's the what's the movie? Conair. Conair. <laughs> all of them in orange, uh, orange, <laughs> you know, the, the overalls uh, and stuff. <laughs> awesome. But okay, so this also because when I went through the this list and looked at the unit entries, I I was confused because I was like, oh, is this like a a uh, troops choice is this a fast attack is this a heavy choice but i guess that's sort of determined by which organization you pick am i right in that yes yeah yeah i mean some a lot of stuff changes place when you pick another organization like mm -hmm. the mounted uh the cavalry units become core or troops mm -hmm. uh, and tanks as well yeah uh, but uh, yeah, it's also like you have in the the infantry platoon, you have some different choices like heavy weapon squads, and you, you can have jump troops as well, which I think is really cool. Yeah, basic guy with jump packs, which is totally new and radical, and I love it. Yeah, this, we've never seen just have you seen, have we ever seen did did like uh, shock what are they called like the uh, Cadian you know the like the special forces the stormtroopers? Yeah, did they ever have jump packs? No. 
I think they could could they deep strike in some versions or something. Like yes, could... yeah, they can always deep strike, and uh, you could also deep strike from Valkyries. Like yeah, oh yeah. Fly over. But uh, so we've never have we never seen like just normal humans with uh, jump packs. I have never seen it. No, it's maybe probably, maybe yeah. maybe Freddy has seen them in the olden days. Yeah, they were probably in in the good old days. But uh, <laughs> you had to equip that's... them with a physical card. Yeah, onto the end. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, what about the tech arcana and the small arms? What are those for, like, yeah, uh, more flavor to the army? Yes, this is a, a shorter list, and they just give uh, some minor boons, and mm-hmm. they determine like where your equipment is from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, tech arcana, uh, you have to choose where your equipment is from, basically. So, uh, you can have it come from Misoa, Ryza, Mars. Phaedon, uh, Elastis, Anvilus, Lucius, or Esoteric. Oh. Uh, so, for example, uh, Mesoa, Maltas are five points cheaper. Ryza, Plasma is five points cheaper. Uh, Mars, Volkite weapons are five points cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Lucius, and if you need to be upgraded, last slash. No, last gun slash pistols to hell guns slash pistols for plus one model uh, point per model. Hell gun. Yes, I think if these are the old hell guns, mm-hmm. uh, they are like AP five instead of uh, AP dash. Okay. Uh, and I know they changed these to hot shot last guns in fifth edition as well. Oh, they became okay. AP three. Oh yeah, that's a bit uh, a bit too good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the answers from Troopers had. Yeah. Uh, and then small arms, uh, you can have like last guns, or you can have auto guns that are the same, mm-hmm. or you can have uh, your units exchange their last guns for shotguns, or you have last pistols and then it's your close combat weapon. Yeah. Uh, and then instead of having heavy guns, you can have assault guns and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, you, those are smaller, flavorful stuff. But in in conjunction with the the organization, there's like endless combinations in here. Mm. There's like a war gear list here that's separated by rank. So I don't know if yes. the, the entries like refer to this one. If it's like you can take things from the war gear list, and then it's like okay, well this unit is rank zero, so it can take from. You can take melter bombs for five points, or is that yes, yes exactly. So this is the the war gear for the officers. So awesome. the higher up you are, better shit you can take. Yeah, saves space not having to put this on e- each entry. Like the sergeant can take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the way it used to be as well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you had like you had to flip through the book to go to the the magic item section. Pretty much, that is true. That is true, and there, are, of course, there's entries here also for heavy weapons and assault weapons, uh, vehicle war gear, and special weapons. Yeah, uh, so pretty like normal. I and I don't know if these, uh, if the points here are probably based on what we already know from other lists, uh, or or the or old forty k lists, perhaps. Not sure. Uh, yeah, I think these are the same. It's... <laughs> The, the rest of the 30k. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Yeah, and then the list itself has pretty few units in general mm-hmm. uh, because they've uh, they made them more modular. So, you, like for the infantry squad, mm-hmm. there's only one infantry squad that starts with six models, and then you get to buy more models. And this squad can be turned into a regular infantry squad, or a special weapon squad, or a heavy weapon squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, to save space, and they're also like, they can be a command squad as well. So, and if you make them into heavy weapon squad, they can they become heavy support. But for every two regular infantry squads, you can take one heavy weapon squad. So you oh, can have like still a, be a, a still be a troops section, I guess. Though. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have the platoon commander and then two infantry squads, then you can also take a heavy support squad in that platoon. Oh, okay, oh yeah, that's nice. So okay, so the the troops like the normal troop ones are infantry section and the support section, uh, then the veterans are elites, jump sections are fast attack and heavy support are uh, heavy support. Oh, oh. Yes. <laughs> so I think yeah, if you take those uh by themselves, then mm. they would count as heavy support or fast attack or whatever. But then I think you could take them together as heavy support charts. So if you have two heavy support squads with a platoon commander, they count as one heavy support choice. Okay. Okay, okay. Let's see if I get this again, though. So for the sake of the pyramid, say that you make one... What was the lowest bit? Is that like the... Uh, company? The platoon. Oh, platoon. Okay, sorry. So wait, so you say that you say one platoon is two infantry squads and their officer. And then another yeah. platoon is two heavy squads and their officer. The one is the, like... A... Yeah, they, they cannot be in the same company, though, because no, they no. are different choices. But could they be different? Like, like you could have two different companies, then, or platoons. Uh... You, you cannot have two platoons be in the same pyramid. So they have to be the same stuff to form this pyramid, I think. I, I still need to read this more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not sure because like you, you should have like the highest officer, but it's weird if you can only have like <laughs> ten ten platoons of regular dudes uh, mm-hmm. without mixing in some other stuff, and still be able to get like a higher ranking officer. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I thought. Like you would have one higher ranking officer, and beneath him, he would have like, well, this, uh, you know, this platoon is like an infantry platoon. With maybe some special like support weapons in there, but this one is more like a heavy support platoon underneath me, which is just like made up of heavy support uh, squads or something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're, I'm also definitely gonna have to read through this more. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Kale needs to make some kind of nice graph or <laughs> yes, yes, more than a flowchart. But yeah, that, that's what this list really needs. Is like a a, a nice uh, illustration that makes it bloody obvious for idiots like me to understand how the fuck you make this. Uh, and and maybe yeah yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> but okay. So let's see. Uh, so it's thirty five points just to get I guess six guys then because it's like the sergeant and five normal dudes and you can take up to six more. So you can have yeah. so twelve. Twelve is like the standard number. Which is kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. Like, if we compare that to 
solar auxiliary, I guess they're mostly up to. I mean, they can take up to twenty. Their last gun sections are twenty strong, I think. But then, yeah. like the axe guys and the the shoom guys are just ten. Yeah. And I'm gonna just have a look at the militia list, uh, where like have... or- the normal squad is also twenty and can be yeah. up to forty, right? Uh, no, maybe not. The... Maybe just twenty for the normal squad. Yeah, twenty, and then the grenadiers start at ten, and then they have to buy guys with special weapons, so they're usually ah. twelve. And the levies start at twenty, but can be up to fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so in that sense, like an okay, po- just points wise, like an inducted levy squad in the militia list, you get twenty of them for forty points. Whereas you get, uh, in this Imperial Army list, you would get seven normal dudes for 40 points. Uh, yeah. I guess, so they might, yeah. Str- might struggle in that sense. I don't know if the point, like, you know. Yeah, you get, you get free, free special rules, though, with the organization. That is true. Usually. That is true. Uh, yeah, and then in the rest of this, like you have very modular vehicles as well. So mm-hmm. you don't have Lehman Russ or Chimera or uh, Valkyrie, but you have like light tank that you can upgrade a bunch. Like you have start with 10 10 10, I think, armor facings. Yeah. And then you can upgrade armor facings and then you can add weapons. So they start like totally bare bones. And then you have like a heavy tank that starts with a certain armor value that you can later upgrade. It starts without the cannon, so you have to buy the main gun and so on. It, mm-hmm. So the tanks could be anything, but they are kind of meant to be Lemurus or Chimera or whatever. Yeah, in, in some of the cases it says like in the fluff, like, oh, medium tanks such as the Chimera is... Yeah. Uh, and it's really cool. Like, uh, for example, you can have light skimmers, uh, so you can have like land speeders, and you can have land speeder ish transports. Which yeah. I think is really cool. Yeah. Uh, like using the uh, the land speeder storm for space marines, the the one that carries scouts. Mm-hmm. So you can use use those for uh, mortals. It'd be super cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. Uh... And, um, I mean, the, yeah, in this case, uh, the list allows, for example, me who would like to take centaurs, they would be a light vehicle. And there's probably, like, you can probably choose rules in there to match what the centaur should be. And yeah. if you want to have the, the salamander scout tank, that's probably a medium vehicle instead. I haven't checked just, like, if the points are the same as the old Imperial Army book, but I, I'll, I'll have a look. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's super customizable. You could make out whatever whatever your heart desires. So yeah. have you have you had any look at like the, the vehicles that you're gonna play with? They can be made. Yeah, so you, have, you have the centaur, and then the Macarius is in there as well as the Lupercal heavy tank, right? 
Oh, okay, because th that's the thing, because I tried to search for Macarius, and Macarius is not mentioned in the documents, so I was like, is there no Macarius in there? But okay, so it's called a Lupercal tank instead. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, and Malkadors, I think, because there was like a section in the beginning of like, these tanks are, or these units are also meant to be used together with this list, but they are, you know, in the Solar Auxilia list or something. And I think that some of the Malkador tanks were mentioned there. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they added some of the Solar Auxilia list that are just fixed vehicles, I guess. Yeah. Um, and let's see, yeah, I think they, they also had like a super heavy crawler or something, uh, which I think is meant to represent like the Crassus armored transporter uh, or the Praetor, assault, you know, armored assault launcher. That's also some cool tanks from Forge World. Uh, yep. and, and, and I'm, yeah. So I'm getting a Malkador, a Crassus, and a Macarius tank. And I think all of those you could find rules for in, in this then. As well as Salamander Scout Vehicles, Centaurs, and Lehman Rust tanks as well. Right? Yeah. Oh. Definitely. So it works in that case. Does it work for you? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can have my Rough Riders. Mm -hmm. and... that's, that's actually a fun section. I'm just going to mention that. That's the Imperial... Auxilia Beast slash Bike slash Cavalry section, <laughs> uh, which I think starts off. You can like either make it as a Beast Hander section, which I didn't really understand first because like zero to four auxiliaries may be upgraded to beasts, and I guess that's sort of like a squad going around with you know hounds or something. Uh, yeah. Because I think they had a rule called uh, "Let's slip the hounds," where you basically like release, you separate the the beasts from the squad and they <laughs> assault another unit. I mean, that could look really cool. Uh, all matter of, like, maybe, oh, you can make some croc uh, spot <laughs> or something. Like, yeah. oh, sick him, boy! Yeah! Uh, oh, shit, like an entire, you know, like, uh, <laughs> I want to say, like, uh, you know, down south kind of army from the swamps, from the yeah. bayou. Like a, a unit of cyber boss. mastiffs. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome as well. Uh, but, but, or you then, if you don't want to have beast handlers, you could make them cavalry and have rough riders or you could make them outriders and give them bikes um, the new gene stealer cults have some really cool bikes that look like if you want humans yeah. on bikes i think those models are awesome um so yeah so this would work for you right uh, yeah but, but you're you're still having some normal infantry squads that would be the ba like the basis of the, 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 sort of the troops section of your army or would you have to go for the mounted alternative to have your army work? In uh, I'm not sure yet. So it's a bit like half-half what my army will be. Yeah. Mounted and infantry. Yeah. Uh, but right now, the, the mounted uh, organization is a bit uh, uh, restrictive, I think. Like, I have to have more mounted units than infantry units. So I'll oh, yeah. see if I will be able to do that. You might just take a few of them as fast attack choices then, I guess. Because that's... Yeah. That's yeah. Um, and uh, some other just you know for for fun and flavor the, there is the imperialis auxilia ad human section uh where you can take beastmen rattlings or squats yeah uh which is great uh so this you can have a squat army again uh or a rattling army you know uh yeah or <laughs> Yeah, like a, a full beastman army with guns. It's really yeah. cool. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so if you don't take that organization, these are these all count as elite choices. But I guess you would then, uh, yeah, take that organization to have your entire army uh, based on this. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, you could you could take you could take an abhuman army uh, with the primitive uh, small arms choice, which would give them close combat weapons. So you could just take your fantasy beastman army and use. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put like an officer's cap on your your main gore or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, look, it's obviously a commander." Uh, I think it was something abhuman within abhuman sections and platoons. All models must be of the same type of abhuman, and abhuman formations may be led by an abhuman or human commander. Okay, that's good. Makes sense that it's like a human just you know, <laughs> yeah, just damn. hurting them. Yeah, exactly. It's a, a sheep herder. For all the, the beastmen. Beast. <laughs> that would be an awesome model to, to make. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I guess another... Um, I mean, of course, this list has the organizations and tech arcana and uh, small arms as a way of making creating variety, whereas the militia list um, has the provenances. Yep. Uh, and in order to take a provenance, you have to take a, a force commander for your army. It's basically like a, your main dude, and he then unlocks up to two different uh, provenances to be taken. Um, yeah, and and they give some price. Yeah, you, you buy those for like one set price that affects your, all of your inventory in your army. Yeah. So it's like you, you buy that, and then the more inventory you buy, the more bang for your buck you're gonna get yeah yeah i guess you uh and in some cases you have like additional additional let's see um for example if you were to take say survivors of the dark age for 75 points then your models get plus one to their armies uh, armor save to a maximum of three plus uh you have to take grenadier squads as compulsory troops blah 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 uh but and then you have the option of advanced weapons, so you can actually you can pay twenty points extra per squad to increase the strength of their weapon. Yep. Yep. Uh, so in this case, the I guess the organizations don't points in the imperial army list, right? Uh, say that again. Uh, the, the the new so the new list, the imperial army list, that yep. instead of prominences have organizations but they don't have points cost for those uh no the organizations are free so you don't yeah. have to, to pay for those yeah. so that like as you said like the infantry squads uh are they cost a bit more each model but they get those rules for free oh okay yeah, that's mm, yeah that might even so that's the thing with militia like you'd think that militia squads are super cheap yeah. but like that you have to add that maybe 70 or 80 points mm. of provenance upgrade spread out Makes like each guy at one point more expensive. That is true. That is true. Uh, unless you take fifty inducted, uh, you know, inducted levy squads with uh, r- rending and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> you still have rending, but not fearless. I think, right? Change yes. that. It was the good old days where you could take both uh, cult horde and tainted flesh, and uh, your cultists, like your, <laughs> they were. Too good to be true. 
Yeah, they're probably still really good. I mean, okay, um, like when we when we gaming in general, how many? I, I feel like how many of these you know human armies do you see when you play? Do you see mainly uh, there is maybe a few imperial like uh, solar auxilia armies and some militia, but they're quite rare, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's like one in ten, maybe. Yeah, if even that. Yeah, I have to think. I mean, yeah, it seems pretty rare, actually. Especially the militia list, I would say. I feel like I've seen at least some solar auxilia lists, but they are also rare. Uh, I mean, it's more like, uh, I mean, mechanical, of course, is maybe a bit more common, but say that most people have legionary lists, and then it feels like solar auxilia is like, would just be one legion. You see them as often as you see one of the legions, more or less. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Mechanicum, you would see more often than just one of the. You know, I hope someone understands what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, so, in that sense, do you think there are a lot of people who are who have been waiting, who want to play humans in the Horse Heresy? That's sort of like uh, the need for this new Imperial Army list. Do you think? Uh, I think that there's, I bet there's loads of people that used to play in Pearl Guard. And also, like, this this event that I'm signing up for, let's see if it happens, in uh, November, is, is this, like, all-mortals event with Militia. And they, like, sold out their their spots, like, instantly, with 20 people. So there's definitely people that want to play it. That is true, because that's something also, I, I mean, I've just tried having some Militias as uh, allies for my em Emperor's Children. Um, and I felt like, yeah, it's probably not, I mean, if you're playing as militia, you probably, you only get to play other legionaries or something. You probably very rarely at least get to play other humans. And it feels like a lot of these lists are good at fighting other humans more than they are fighting <laughs> legionaries. And maybe it's, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of uh, suddenly you have things like rotor cannons and flamers that suddenly become really good when you're fighting other humans. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's that's kind of the thing. You know, like fighting marines, you're always going to be at disadvantage. Like fighting other stuff might be better. Like even fighting Mechanicum might mm -hmm. be more fun as humans. Yeah, uh, you get to use your listen a bit a different way because mar marines are so good at killing basic humans. Like just a bolter with AP5 will just go through their armor and like as soon as they charge them, they're probably gonna sweep them and kill like an entire 20-man squad. Yeah. I mean, the, the I guess the fun part would be in trying to beat that, to beat the Legionnaire Army, I guess, would be to just have like a mass of infantry. If you could just swarm them, that would be kind of fun. Like a fun challenge to just have. And also appropriate, right? Because... A legionary should be able to wade through basic humans, but if you have enough of them, suddenly, you know, legionaries fall as well. Uh, yeah, for sure. And if you want to do that, that that I would think is probably still easier playing a militia list with levies with you know rending or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But what's most important in this game is uh, you know getting your visionary army out there, and in this case. Uh, this new Imperial Army list is just full of so many... I mean, you just get ideas. Each, I mean, reading each of those organizations, 
I got an idea in my head. It's like, whoa, what? You can take an a human army. Oh, oh, imagine that. Or a mechanized army. Or a jump, a jump-based army. What the fuck? How would I make that? And oh, that could be cool. Maybe finding some old stormtrooper bottles and yeah. Yeah, like like both of us just bought armies that we knew that we could probably not play with. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now there are rules to play with those armies. That is true. That is nice. Uh, we just have to learn how to interpret these. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's also that's the thing. I I might feel that these these are of, of course not. Um, you know, generally accepted rules. These are fan-made rules. And so going to an event or something, it might be a problem if you make a list out of this. I mean, I, hopefully your the organizers might say in advance, like, well, we allow this Mournival event list. Uh, I would I would assume that perhaps the, the Vrang and Heresy here in Sweden, I mean, if they, if they like what they see, they would probably allow that at their events. And then you could go there feeling comfortable because the organizers have said that it's okay. Uh, but to be sure, I mean, the best, I guess, is that you tell your opponent, the, the guy you're going to play against, you just tell him, like, I, I really want to play this list. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm okay with that. Or, uh, I don't know, that seems that seems broken. I don't want to play against that. So, Yeah, I think, like, us as players as well need to be, like, extra cautious while making these lists and not try and uh, optimize the list. Do you just, like... Think of when you're making those, like, how will this appear on the tabletop? Even yeah. if it's not, even it's not like even that good, just mm-hmm. like the way that it appears. Maybe if you have too much of one thing, then your opponent will think that that thing mm-hmm. is really good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just keep that in mind. Don't mm-hmm. try and take the piss at the list. Yeah, yeah. My vision is that even if my army list is not completely legal, <laughs> uh, it will be. So much fun for the opponent to play against it. Hopefully, that they will uh, like to do that anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> and also, I don't think I don't think I will win anyway. So, <laughs> see, but maybe against some other humans, we we will have to organize some other, yeah, human only uh, tournament or something. Or yeah, tournament. we're definitely gonna have to have a, a horse versus tank showdown. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I feel like we even have to make a specific board for that or something. We could build like a, a gorgeous board with uh, uh, trenches and I don't know all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, make that make that so, Morten. Until yeah. I get back to Sweden. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> when you when you show me that you have bought your one way return ticket, then uh, <laughs> I'll start working on it. Um, well, yeah, anything else we should mention about this? I mean, we're just rambling on the... Because it is a lot to take in. Uh, but I guess the idea here is to just give you a taste and get, get you interested and tell you what's out there now uh, and how it can be used and how it differs from what we already have, basically. Um, I think um, some other things we haven't mentioned that they have in the new list, sentry uh, guns, for example. Mechanic yep. can take sentry guns. I'm not sure. Can Auxilia and Militia take sentry guns at the moment? Don't know. Let me check quick here. Oh, They've sure. been in the universe for a long time as well. Some Imperial Armor books. Uh, I don't know if they have different modes now. I remember in, in the olden days, you could have like a 
wide sweep scan or a close range, and then you could also have them like a fixed firing arc for long yeah. range. I think, yeah, the Solar Auxilia can take Tarantula sentry guns, but I don't think that the Militia List can take them. No, I don't think so. So that's something. And um, uh, Walkers, of course, so uh, Sentinels. Yeah. Uh, um, that's another thing. That's the thing that the Militia List can take, pretty sure, right? They They can take... The the light sentinels, the yep. armor ten open top ones. I think in this list you can take them the up armored ones. Yes, you can. Uh you can even give them the power lifter, which is a really cool <laughs> mod awesome. to have. Uh and as you said, the skimmers, that's a cool new thing. I mean it's also it's not uh, they haven't just tried to, you know, brought bring the old 40k uh, imperial army list in here but they've added some new things as well to make it fun uh it is oh, it's it's so sandbox i'm running out of shovels <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah is it a really cool list i, I mean it's it's, 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 very, it's there's a lot to take in like yeah. it's hard to hard to to talk about it in detail just go check it out uh, if you have a crazy idea for humans with laser guns or shovels or whatever, you probably do it with this list. You can take super heavy flyer. God damn! Oh yeah, that's another goal. Like big transport flyers, like uh, with transport capacity twenty five. I think oh, that's awesome. Just... Just imagine crash building something for that. Oh yeah. Okay. So okay. Let's see. From maybe take the Marauder bomber or something and refit it. Uh, the but not big enough. Anything. So say you take the airborne organization. Infantry sections may take an auxiliary medium flyer or harvest lighter as a dedicated transport. Infantry yeah, I, I'm imagining those, uh, imagine those uh, dropships from uh, Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, so you buy the Games Workshop container, <laughs> wrap it on the Valkyrie, and you have that. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Built and done. Well, okay, I, I know that. But, so basically, uh, you sent me this, this list uh, like last week or something, um, and I and I read through it. And I was kind of, <laughs> I was kind of scared by it. I was like, ah, I don't really understand this. This seems too. There's too many options. But after listening, uh, like going through it again now, and uh, having you help me uh, understand it a bit more, I'm not as scared of it. So hopefully, uh, going through it a few times, you would be able to. Uh, decipher this list and as we said it is a work in progress uh they might make it even easier to understand in the future by adding a little graph or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah get on it color yes for sure um yeah uh, anything else to add about the i mean the, the, that's basically it now you can Go go out, get out there, buy your buy your cadence, swap their heads for some beastman heads or something. Uh, go crazy, build your build the regiment of your dreams. Make and we oh we can also com- uh, have a competition of like who can build the biggest pyramid. Then you know, based <laughs> on uh, how many how many squads. It's like uh, I have sixteen squads, and it's like oh. I have 32. That's not. There's probably Imperial Guard players that have 300 painted models out there, right? For sure. 
you definitely fewer than i mean if you have six is the minimum models in a squad mm, it's not too bad so you could do it with maybe under 200 mm. yeah yeah you're 60 is 10 yeah. steps and then you just see who has the highest ranking officer in the end <laughs> Uh, just use the 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 like uh, creed model um uh, and and they just green stuff more and more medals on the chest until you can't <laughs> can't see him anymore that would be kind of fun ah, so distinguished <laughs> Whew, okay um so there you have it the solar auxilia are still the uh the elite of the humans and they are the, the, yeah Made for void, uh, void, void armor, void warfare. Get them. We have to, we have to stop this now. My my brain is melting from this. You have the lowest form of humans with the militia and the planetary defense forces, and you have the main backbone of the Imperial Army, which is the uh, Imperial Army list that's now out. Go check it out. More naval events pack. Yeah, go check it out. More naval events on Facebook. And if you don't understand it, write them or write Nicholas. Ask what the hell. Or maybe, I don't know, enlist in the army. Spend a few years there. Understand how the army is organized and stuff. And maybe uh, you'll come back a different person. <laughs> well, that's been all for this episode. Um, we, yeah. We, we might have to take Mechanicum next, right? Because we're so good at explaining things. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make, uh, yeah, we should make a, a new series called uh, Remystifying Things, where we just make people more confused about different armies and stuff. Yeah, I love that idea. Uh, <laughs> seems like a perfect job for us. Remystifying, uh, yeah, the Legion, the Legionary Sartist list. Uh, I think it's like, I don't know, you have like a sergeant? You have one or more sergeants per squad. And... Uh, What's the rules for the bolt gun again? Let's, we have to go through <laughs> Rapid fire? What, what does that mean? I don't know. We don't know. Uh, we're, but we're going to keep you con confused. That's our main goal. Um, thank you very much for listening. Bum, bum, brum. And I don't know, but I've been told. Fulgrim takes it. Fulgrim gives hands. Bum, bum, bum. Fulgrim takes it.